0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation.
1: I mean, I could feel from the neck up, that was it. From the neck down, there was no movement. You try to kind of... That's so scary. You struggle and you're like, no, nothing's... Nothing's working right now. So.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Don't DM us like, hey, beautiful princess, like, yeah. are you single? Like, I'd love to take you to dinner. Like, no, like, what? I'm not going to answer <laughs> yeah, you, Pablo. Like, I don't, don't know like, you.
1: Looking <laughs> no. for a sugar daddy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Literally, yeah, yeah.
1: If I want to be in a relationship, I'm going to have to work at it. And I'm going to have to make compromises and do things that are a little bit outside my comfort zone. Or else I'm just going to get the same result.
2: Welcome back to another episode of Black Beans and Rice. We are super excited for a guest that we have on later today. I mostly am the most excited. (laughs) He is my boyfriend, but not just my boyfriend. He has an amazing story that happened to him many years ago. And one of the reasons why I really fell for him was this story. he has. so we're bringing him on later. So stay tuned for that. I was listening back to the episode earlier today. And it honestly just feels like a home cooked meal the whole episode and conversation we have for him bringing it back to our black beans and rice and food as usual. (laughs) Uh, But before we get into that, we have a lot of pop culture, a lot of juicy things to talk about. So, Nicole, let's take it away.
0: Yes, definitely. Thanks, Sid. (laughs) What's cooking with Nikki Lowe? It's your girl, Nikki Lowe, and I'm here with all the protein, carbs, and spices you need to get you through the week. So it's been crazy week full of love in Bachelor Nation because not only did we get one, but we got two brand new Bachelor men proposals. Our friend from Bachelor in Paradise, Derek Peth, popped the question to his girlfriend, Saffron Vather, on Sunday in New York City. She's like the super cool model with an impressive resume. So we're honestly like really impressed and we're like very, very happy for our friend Derek. And then I didn't realize this, Sydney, there was another proposal over the weekend Benmo John, right? Yes, <laughs> amazing. I know, I had no idea. All in one weekend, it's crazy. And his girlfriend, yes. Yeah, so as you know, John Graham was on season fourteen of The Bachelorette and season five of BIP, and he popped the question to his girlfriend Brittly Noel Noel, and she actually seems very normal as well. So I'm starting to get we like love normal, <laughs> right? We really <laughs> we do. love it. So yeah, congrats to them. And I'm honestly starting to think that like the show is a good luck charm for finding love after. Because mm-hmm. it kind of seems I mean, like the ones who really go on the show for the right reasons, the moment they're off mm-hmm. that year after, like yep, they really find in the that one
2: energy and they're attracting it, mm-hmm. in, and they've learned what they needed to learn through the show. So I agree. Honestly,
0: like it's not; it doesn't even hurt to go on <laughs> if you like are I really know. like looking if for you, love. Because yeah, if you don't find it there, don't get
2: discouraged. You could probably find it after. Yeah, and I bet you, and it might be even better. They all would have <laughs> never
0: met those girls, right? Like the never. odds are probably not like never. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's amazing. So I'm really happy for them. And then yeah. speaking of these engagements, Dale and Claire, so I guess it's now very official that they're engaged. They won't stop proving it. So now we're going to be watching their stories of them, like proving their engagement in their relationship till the end of time all on social yeah. media yeah so if you've been following yeah. dale or, or Claire, I mean, i've
2: even seen them come up on my tiktok feed like what? they're everywhere with yeah they're all they're doing it they're doing the press circuit but like on social but, like, media by themselves without the press <laughs> by themselves like they weren't invited to good morning america or anything but yeah, exactly they, <laughs>
0: they're doing the circuit yeah they're
2: doing their own circuit oh my gosh. yeah you know, so yeah them. i'm
0: happy for her to thank god i i was overseeing all the haters on her page like i yeah. hated that for her,
2: that's what we said. As long as she was happy mm-hmm. in the end, then it worked out and it was for a reason. If she wasn't happy, then that would have sucked all the hate she was probably getting. But I'm, I was happy to see that she Me was too. happy. I was shocked to see that they were engaged. Me too. That came out of left field <laughs> and they really hyped it up with the editing because you thought when Chris Harrison came out yes. and he was like, So I have something to tell you, <laughs> we we're all like, Oh yeah, god, he's not showing up. No, but he no, did, it was and yeah. it's a shock to us so all. So they're happy.
0: So. so speaking of them being all happy and in love, it looks like Tasha's pretty happy in this first episode. With all the teasers that have come out already. It's super steamy. They have already, oh, like, making out with guys, of course. Because Tasha, <laughs> she even said it to me. Like, we're like... She's like, I'm such a good kisser. Like, I love kissing. Like, I love making out. Like, I remember she said that to me. So... That, that makes a lot of sense for her. And she looks amazing, beautiful with all the promo pics they've posted for tonight's episode. Stunning. So we're super excited. Not? No
2: one's shocked. And the, yeah. um, the intro they had for her was perfect. I loved that she was wearing like the magazine covers yes. and stuff as her dress and then she like whipped it off. So good. No, it was
0: epic. Like that's actually epic. Yeah, she deserves that. Especially since they're cutting her season kind of short.
2: Uh-huh. right come short but sweet so they're going to make her mm-hmm. hopefully make her look really good and she's been on every she's been doing the press circuit i've seen her on good morning america kelly Yes, Ryan, mm-hmm. all all of it uh,
0: jimmy kimmel i know i didn't amazing. even know until after i keep on missing it it's, it's awesome it's awesome yeah i'm seeing super, her on my tv oh so. finally better than like finally. those days of watching like colton <laughs> for days and oh. days he was all over way too many channels i feel yeah, like they, he was on every the same thing on all yeah. of them so yeah so this is a Here really nice change of pace that we're really happy yeah. about we are excited about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> but then another TV news, Jeopardy fans as like everyone wow. knows, um Jeopardy's Alex Trebek passed away on Sunday at the age of 80 after battling pancreatic cancer. It's amazing how many people have personal stories about Alex Trebek that like he helped them accept their nerdiness when they were little or even helped them learn English cuz you know, it's like a syn- it's a show that was syndicated around the world. Mm-hmm. So it's really amazing that for over 30 years it like has truly impacted so many yeah, lives yeah you
2: never think of the effects of something like that but he was on tv every single Literally. day basically and like mm-hmm. at the same time every day dinner time ready to go <laughs> exactly so.
0: yeah so he's amazing and since we're now in that world of like talk show host basically you know that's someone mm-hmm. like we could look up to yeah, yeah it's one of our people and then in other unfortunately in other like kind of like pancreatic cancer <laughs> tv host news Um, Al Roker, you know, like the super Mm. loving, like famous NBC meteorologist. He's also diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And he came out with that on Friday. But he says he has surgery this week and he's super hopeful. And he's telling his fans like to not give up and that he's hopeful for the treatment. So we have, we're praying for Al Roker during this time. And then just switching it up to like the most random news of the week probably is that Katie Holmes (laughs) has a new boyfriend. And he's a super hot chef. You know she was dating oh. I know she was dating uh, Jamie Foxx for 6 years quietly. Do you remember That's that? Great. that was so random. Yeah, super random yeah. under wraps that like kind of Yeah, exactly. It. I of them to have a child exactly. it would be so cute. Exactly. I know. Yeah. So that okay. ended and she apparently ended it by the way. She's the one like calling shots. She
2: is. As well she like wrecked Tom Cruise's life when she ended <laughs> she, it with. But him. she needed to. That was crazy. Someone My mom had even had
0: a shirt in like the 2000s I was like free Katie. <laughs> and free she Katie, gave it to yeah, me because uh, he was like jumping on couches and like acting the fool Scientology
2: everywhere yeah. yeah
0: so she's dating a well, good super for her. hot chef for New York City and there's like we pictures of her chef. right there's pictures of her like making out with this gorgeous tan chef I'm like alright oh. get it you see there's hope Amazing. look at like at every age she's just like you know she's not giving yes. up but you know she's going from one to the next Thrive in. And it doesn't have to be like a celebrity necessarily, and she doesn't really blow it up, which I like too. It's like very yeah. low key. Good, Good for, her. for her. Yeah. And then speaking of love, Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Also, like some a couple that no one really talks about, but we like should. They were
2: all, they were the host of Love uh, Love
0: Is Blind though, like
2: randomly. Yeah, they were right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. But I do love them just because they were born on the same day. Nick and Vanessa really? Lachey and then they always do like a special birthday tribute so on November 9th they, he posted a whole serenade like a song dedicated to her and it's actually really cute, cute if you go look I know because normally we don't like that here <laughs> black beans and rice yeah. like with like the four <laughs> serenade
2: <laughs> I mean if you have Nick Lachey's voice exactly. I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. like usually they're not that good when they're serenading true. <laughs>
0: very true <laughs> so if you go, go to their Instagram accounts it's very cute if you want to see that and also Adam and I have like the same birthday almost so it really? reminds me of them because now I'm a little That'd stressed be. because I have to plan my birthday and his birthday at the same time. That's gonna be stressful, I but you know, It'll be maybe fun. Just,
2: maybe you serenade him. It's true. <laughs> Can you imagine? Take a page out of their book. I'm sure maybe he'd be like not. Nicole. Stop. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> he'd be like, no, please, no, don't do this. Yeah. And then for our Dancing with the Stars fans, last night on Monday, Caitlyn Bristow got the season's first perfect score. She got a perfect 30. Like. She got all Good tens all around the board her. and she looked amazing. So yeah, congrats to our girl, Caitlin.
1: That was She's a really big deal. Get.
0: But then there's tons of gossip going around Dancing with the Stars world.
1: You know, yes. Chriselle
0: Strauss? Yes. Yeah, but apparently her yes. dancing partner, Gleb Savchuk... Oh, he's Russian. Yeah, he's very Savchuk. Russian. Um, <laughs> his wife, who they just announced their like, divorce, like, that they're getting a divorce, but she posted that like he's been cheating on her and he's been having an affair with Chrishell... And then he had to come out saying, "No, it's not true." And then and it's terrible because they have kids. Exactly, it's just messy. He's probably been doing this for oh, years. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. She she's even been on said on a TV show forever. Yeah, his wife says that it's been like an ongoing affair with like multiple Ugh. insinuating those like multiple women. That's so, heartbreaking. Yeah, that Especially uh, when he's under the limelight like 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 that, mm-hmm. and those all those hours of practice. The- yeah, because you know,
2: God knows what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's there's a lot of temptation on that show. They're like sweating and dancing and with hot celebrities like.
0: Oh, and then I have like a rapid fire snack of like random news that <laughs> all right. I have like nothing to say about, that. but it just exists, and some some people might want to know about it. <laughs> so here's a rapid fire snack. Blue Ivy already has a more impressive resume than all of us. She came out yesterday that she's narrating an audiobook for from an Oscar-winning film called Hair Love, and it just came out. So she already has like an impressive resume, just like J Lo's daughter, who already wrote a book. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like so she, under and the also age is on the 10? Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so good for Blue <laughs> Ivy. <laughs> good for She's them. She's gonna be like, Yeah, uh, I need to step up my game. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um Michael J. Fox made a random cameo appearance in Little Nas's um music video that's coming out like this week mm-hmm. and it's like a nod to Back to the Future. And it's kind of funny, oh. but super random because Little Nas X and Michael J. Fox have like nothing in common. Yeah, so
2: he's so, yeah. Winslow is very. I know item, he is. He's
0: funny it. on Twitter. Like I actually follow <laughs> yeah, him. Very he's funny like, on Twitter. He is hilarious. It's a good follow. And then NBC just announced this morning that they're going to be airing The Grinch, the musical, like a two-hour live musical yeah. thing on December 9th <laughs> I know we we need it. We need the joy. We need Christmas. We need something. Yeah, I know something. I do. And the, it's going to be. Did you ever watch Glee? Uh, a little bit. Okay, well, the music teacher is the star of this. Oh, musical. yeah, I know him. Yeah, you know him, right? I don't yeah, even know his name. He was in a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. He so i will be good, yeah. probably. Oh, and then another random news our mom, Kris Jenner, turned 65 a couple days ago. Wow. <laughs> Love her. Wow, <laughs> the original mom, Jenner. She still looks great. Oh, yeah. God bless their doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Happy belated, and God bless her doctor for sure. <laughs> oh, and then yesterday, Oprah's official annual gift guide is here. And if oh. you go to oprahmag.com, like it's literally the most incredible thing. I look at it every single year and they have she has amazing That's good. Things. I need gift ideas, especially
2: since I now have an adopted family that I have to buy presents for because oh I now have my boyfriend's See, like too. no one
0: tells you about this. Like
2: no every, one tells you about it. <laughs> no yeah, one you. You should be you. saving money for a year to, <laughs> to pay for Christmas presents.
0: God, What about me, Hanukkah? Is that a thing? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, probably. Oh, my God. I'm not even there's sure. There's eight days of that. <laughs> <Yeah. it eight? laughs> there is. It's <that's> true. <laughs> I should know this. <laughs> that's eight gifts you got to figure out. Oh, and then Julianne Hough, um, she filed for divorce. But that relationship was Officially, bizarre. Yeah. Remember, they yeah. were like open about their sexuality, but then not. Yeah. And then they I tried to make it work. Both
2: very different. Yeah. He's super hot, I think. But <laughs> both didn't um, yeah, they're both really like, line up with talented. their goals in life. Yeah. I think she's more of a free spirit. was more like
0: <laughs> <Definitely>. hockey. Yeah. <laughs> And that's it for the snack. I hope you guys finished your oh, bowl wow. of popcorn. I feel full from all <laughs> Do that <you>? information. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Yeah, right? I'm nourished. I'm full. <laughs> that was good. Thank, Thank you, you, Nicole. Wow, you're welcome. So, thanks, Nicole, for all of that information. I feel educated. I feel full. I feel ready for this second part of our episode. We have my boyfriend Nick on to talk about an accident that happened to him in his college years. How he came back from that. And to the place where he is now dating me. So, <laughs> without further ado, this is Nick on Black Beans and Rice. Oh my God. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We're <laughs> currently sharing a headphone, so it's really intimate it is and intimate. a mic. <laughs> um so i wanted to bring him on the podcast i've talked about him a lot and i've talked about his story and kind of butchered it on a lot of different podcasts so i wanted <laughs> him to tell his own story yes. and how we met and how get his like male side of things as far as dating his especially perspective in quarantine. Mm-hmm. so let's just start with you nick who are you where do you live and where did you start <laughs>
1: um,
2: well, <laughs> that's a lot
1: <laughs> i i live in cincinnati um pretty much lived in Cincinnati my entire life. Our family moved around a lot when we were when we were younger for my dad's job. And I think I've been in Cincinnati for about 20, just about 20 years now, 21 years. So, would you
2: consider yourself a Midwest gentleman? Midwestern?
1: <laughs> uh, I would hope so. I think my mom would say yes. So Ooh, that's yeah, a good sign. I would, I would consider myself a Midwest gentleman. He was definitely raised well.
0: Yeah. Wait, Nick, so how old are you?
1: I am forty eight. I'm uh I'm twenty nine. Okay, okay. He's a nice. month younger
2: than me, so I'm a cougar.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Super hot. That
1: was big for me. I, I definitely needed someone who was older than
0: me. I
2: have a lot more maturity on him.
0: Exactly. Um, so
2: this story I've told a million times to people that I've asked about you, and I've butchered it, and I haven't really told the full deal um, about when you broke your neck. So can you just talk everyone through about that experience for you?
1: Yeah, so it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> I highly recommend it. No, um, I so when I was in college, um, I had just turned 21. I was working out with our, our team. I played, I played football in college. I was living up in Indianapolis and, and working out with the team. And then, uh, one night my parents called me and were like, Hey, you know, if you're, you're only two hours away. We have a family friend who, you know, is their daughter is, is graduating from high school. She's having a grad party. Like you should come back and just hang out. So I was like, all right, cool. I got to work the next morning, but, uh, we'll see how this goes. So, <laughs> um, I drove down and, uh, hung out for a little bit at the party and then me and uh, one of my buddies actually left to get his swimsuit at his house. And then we came back. When we came back, we got in the hot tub, just kind of hanging out. And everybody got out, my dad and then my buddy's dad got out. And I was—I just told them, hey, I'm going to jump in the pool and cool off real quick. And, uh, and then I'll meet you guys out, you know, wherever you're hanging out. So I dove from the hot tub and just tried to like kind of skim the bottom of the pool. And it was dark and the, the lights <laughs> were off in the pool. Oh. So I couldn't really judge the bottom. And I hit the slope, like in the uh, going yeah. into the, the deep end mm-hmm. and uh, dislocated and fractured my C3 and C4 vertebrae. So that's why I have this mm-hmm. very attractive scar in my neck. Um, Let
0: me see it again. They did a wow. good job covering scars, it up. Yeah,
1: there's a bigger one on the back of my neck. But, oh my uh, God. Yeah, so uh, I was dislocated and fractured my C3 and C4. <laughs>
0: Were you unconscious was, underwater or no? You I got up actually, and in pain. Or I what? was
1: I was actually conscious throughout the entire okay. thing, which was Which is even worse. It's kind of a it's a it's a very uh it's a humbling experience because you're I mean, I was paralyzed from the neck down immediately. So then they had to rescue of, you,
0: put you on like a stretcher or a wheelchair or something or Yeah, happened? so yeah.
1: um my buddy's dad who I was with actually heard my head <laughs> hit the hit the bottom of the pool. And uh, so he saw me kind of lifeless just drowning basically and was able to, he's a big guy too, but he was able to kind of like support my neck a little bit and, and, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of float me out of the pool. And then that's where they called the ambulance. And, but yeah, I was, I was conscious throughout the entire, the entire process. Mm
2: -hmm. And you knew immediately, didn't you? You heard a pop and you're like, that was not, that was not good.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I knew immediately it was worse than what I'm used to, like, a, I mean, in football all the time, like you hit somebody, mm-hmm. you get a stinger and you're and it kind of like gives you like a numbing feeling, but it wears off. You know, sometimes it takes a day to wear off. Sometimes it, you know, within the next five minutes, you're good. But I knew this was this was definitely different just based off of I mean, I could feel from the neck up. That was it from the neck down. Oh my there was god. no movement. You try to kind of—that's so scary. Tr- you struggle, and you're like, "Now nothing's nothing's working right now." So, <laughs> oh
0: my god, was, were people like partying or drinking, or no? It was just like the end of the night had wrapped up, it was, and you were alone.
1: Yeah, it was kind of the end of the night. Um, that's the first. That's the first thing people ask me, like, "How drunk were you?" I'm like, "I was drinking, but it was like, I I had just gotten gotten back to the party, so it was like I yeah. had I had one or two, maybe three beers." So, like, we weren't, like – I was still with my parents. So, I wasn't getting too turned up. <laughs>
0: no, exactly. Um, but that is scary. No, I have a pool, obviously, growing up in Florida. So, it just, like, shows you how dangerous that is and how important pool lights are. Or like,
1: yeah. It's,
0: it scares yeah. me. And it
1: uh, – my my parents have a pool, too. I've had a pool yeah, my entire so life. But it's just, mm-hmm. like, kind of one of the – it was, like, it's a freak, freak. accident. Uh-huh. So,
2: so wow. then from there, obviously you rushed the hospital yeah. and it was, it's interesting. He's told me the story a few times, just like the timeline of things and kind of little details that happened to him that kind of led to his eventual healing. It mm-hmm. seemed like, so what was that whole process like as yeah. far as your recovery and I guess the emergency?
1: Yeah. So everything? it was, um, it was kind of weird. I was in the ambulance and I faintly remember this happening cause I was kind of, Mm-hmm. I was like fading in and out of like consciousness because you're just you're and kind so of in pain. shock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you're in pain and you're in shock and it's just kind of like your mind yeah. just tries to take you away from what's actually happening. Yeah. And uh, we're in the ambulance mm-hmm. and I could hear the paramed- paramedics talking and one of them said, "Where are we taking him?" And they they named a hospital and one of the other guys was like, "No." This is Kevin's little brother. like I, I played football with Kevin. We're taking him we're gonna take him here. take like the best. Yeah, which was well, a better hospital would have been a better mm. situation. So they ended up taking me to uh, UC Health down in uh, Cincinnati, downtown Cincinnati. and uh, from there, um, my, my surgeon, who I mean I obviously credit him for saving my life. he, he made a lot of decisions that night that were kind of against protocol. When someone has a neck injury like I had, like a spinal injury, um, you're supposed to wait 24 hours before you operate. Well, he, they had me in traction. And if you're not familiar with traction, hmm. I don't wish that on anyone. Um, it's basically they are pulling your neck back into place because my hmm. spine was dislocated. And uh, oh my
0: God.
1: I kept waking up like in and out and <laughs> I had some choice words for the nurses and the doctors. <laughs> they can't, They couldn't time. give you
0: pain medicine?
1: No, not at that time. It was it was was everything just kinda happened so fast that they're like, Mm -hmm. we need to get him in. So when I he saw something in traction that led him to make the decision to go ahead and operate immediately. So they got me prepped for surgery that night, brought my parents and my my brother and my little sister in and were like, If you have anything to say to him, now's probably the time. (gasps) That's Um, so scary. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was uh it it was really serious for for quite a bit. So your whole family was
0: Able to be in the room with you, or no?
1: They just brought him in initially, mm-hmm. and just like, hey, say what you need to say, and then we're gonna take him, take him back. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, I had like my friends who I, I was gonna hang out with later that night had shown up. So like the entire, obviously, I don't remember this or didn't get to see yeah. this, but like the entire waiting room was just filled with people yeah. I went to high school with, you know, families that we're friends with, my family. Um, kids that I went to school with at the time in college. So like people from Indianapolis were driving down. They said it was just packed. So the amount of support that I got like right off the bat was incredible. So then from there I had surgery. The surgeons came out, brought my, my parents to the side and said, you know, Hey, successful surgery. We stabilized his neck. But the reality of the situation is that he is going to be a paraplegic the rest of his life. Or I'm sorry, a quadriplegic the rest of his life. So he's not going to get the use of his arms or or legs. (sighs) So you might want to start prepping the house. He's going to be living on the first floor. You're going to be taking care of him until, you know, the day day you die, basically. Obviously a shock to my parents. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: And they didn't tell you any of that, right? Like they kept that a secret to you.
1: No, yeah, I mean, well, yeah. And I was heavily medicated at that time. Yeah. So I don't think they would have told me anything anyway, but they, <laughs> they never told me kind of the diagnosis, the initial diagnosis. But, um, I obviously knew, I knew right away. I knew it when I was exactly. in the box when I was laying at the bottom of the pool that mm-hmm. this is probably, this I, is wrong. Yeah. I messed up really bad. So, yeah.
2: but, so then mm-hmm. from there, they take you into recovery or uh, what is it called? Rehab, rehab, rehab. rehab. Yeah. And before then, did you start feeling anything? Or you?
1: Yeah. So I I was in the ICU for three days. And so of course you had
0: to like tell your job or whatever you're doing at that time.
1: Yeah, I like, was actually working at Finish Line up in Indianapolis. And I had work mm-hmm. the next day, so they were blowing up my phone like, oh God. "Where are you at?" Like, so my dad talked to him obviously, but but yeah, a lot of yeah. my like my football coach came down that night when he found out which was awesome I mean mm-hmm. you don't expect the type of support that I got I, I said this before but it's kind of like you always wonder who would show up to your funeral well I, I kind of experienced that because well. people really did think you know hey this may be the last time we, <gasps> we talked oh to him God. so like it was crazy I mean mm-hmm. it's it's a very sobering and humbling experience to to receive that ma- amount of support.
0: Especially, it's you're so like funny. at your peak, I guess. Like you know, doing well in life, college, this, like family, yeah. friends, like football. football, whatever, everything.
1: Yeah, you feel so, you feel invincible. Mm-hmm. Everything's going right. And
0: so, how I mean, old were you when the accident happened?
1: I was I was twenty one. Yeah,
0: exactly. You're twenty one. Yeah. Like I literally, your prime. Drinking. Not really.
1: <laughs> yeah, just started drinking. See, Mom. But-
0: <laughs> no, it's so good seeing you. Obviously, like I want to hear more, but like thank God, like what a yeah. miracle that you're like so and yeah. yeah. Well, you you tell well?
2: how you feel about the word miracle. <laughs> oh no.
1: Well, well, no, you're fine. Everyone, I I just don't. It's it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, I I have I'm a man of faith. You know, I I believe in something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to get into what I believe in or what whatever, but. There was a lot. I had a lot of support from people and I I think things lined up exactly how they should have. And the doctors doctors. and Mm -hmm. the nurses took care of me. Um, You know, I received first class care the second I was rolled into those doors. So everyone uses the word miracle. I think scientifically everything lined up, but at the same time, you know, there's really no reason, the doctors still don't really have a reason as to how I was able to recover as quickly as I did, <clears throat> or recover at all. So, I mean, it it's pretty remarkable that, you know, that I was, was able to recover, but, you know, some people use the word miracle. No,
0: exactly. Like, I, I, I meant miracle, personally don't, but, but yeah. obviously it was those first responders who chose that hospital yeah. and then in that decision breaking protocol and then like all the little things that landed perfectly even yeah. though the doctors were telling your parents like to prepare for the worst it's incredible yeah. mm-hmm. i remember last year my brother was like before covid he was put on in an intubator he was in the hospital for like three months and we even had that talk like a similar talk like this might be the end like he might not ever wake up from this but thank god we had amazing doctors who like kept on fighting like month after month and now he's back to normal but wow. Well,
1: yeah and that's awesome. I'm. I, I remember. I remember you telling me about that. I'm so yeah. glad he's doing well. That's oh, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just think. Uh, I think when I when I use the word miracle, I, I feel like I take away from like the level of care that I was mm, that I, like I was given. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I I, appreciate I don't want to take that out of the surgeon's hands. Like it's a miracle that he showed up that night. Is the is the real miracle? Like, yeah, but it's fate. You know Everything I mean? landed. It was fate. It was yeah. fate. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, my parents are doctors, so I definitely am all about like oh, yeah, really? supporting yeah. them and yeah, realizing that they do the miracles. Like they really yeah. are the miracle workers. So then from there
2: you're in rehab and you started gaining some sensation in your fingers, is it? And then they were like, "Well, let's try to get you to walk." What was that process like?
1: I think they intended for me to be in ICU for a little well, they thought I would be in ICU for a little bit longer. Um, but I remember laying in bed and they brought a um, pastor in to like pray over me. And, um, my dad had his, had his hand on like my thigh and I was like flexing it. And he's like, he's like looking up at me, like as we're praying and he's like, are you doing that? And I was like, i that's, that's me. So he told the doctors and they're like, that's not Nick. Like he's not doing that. That's his muscles. It's like muscle memory or his mm-hmm. muscles are just like, uh, twitching yeah. or firing. He's not actually controlling that. And I'm telling I'm like, yeah, I am. Like I, that's- <gasps> That's
0: my brain doing that. That's me. Oh my God. And
1: then like my ex-girlfriend at the time, sorry, Sydney.
0: <laughs> I was about um, to ask if you were single <laughs> at that time.
1: <laughs> no, I, I was dating someone at the time and mm-hmm. uh, she was actually in nursing school. So this was right up her alley, but she came in and was like, she was holding my hand and I was grabbing her. I, I was like uh, clenching my fist on her mm-hmm. hand or whatever. And uh, she ran out and told the doctors and they're like, again, like, oh we God. know this is hard mm. to, like, hear, but, like, that's not him. That's not him doing that. And then from there, I started getting feeling back in my left leg first and then my right leg and then my left arm and then my right arm. So, from How there, many months
0: I, later, like, after the accident was this that you started This getting? was
1: three days after the accident. Oh, okay, okay, good, yeah. good. I was picturing yeah.
0: months. Yeah. Well, oh, I think
1: they yeah that well that's that's, that's usually how long that stuff takes if it ever does, you know, happen. So from there they were like, All "Right, well we're going to move him into an in, in, in inpatient rehab facility um just right down the street. He's probably going to be there anywhere from 6 to 9 months. Just kind of prepare for that wow. basically."
2: I also remember you telling me about the nurses that you had and the people that you had in rehab who mm-hmm. kind of didn't let you settle and being disabled or without being able to walk because once you started getting that feeling, they, they had the hope a little bit too, but they also kind of pushed you.
1: Yeah. So again, um, kind of going back to the, the care that I received, like my, my physical therapist and my occupational therapist, I credit them for any type of recovery that I had because day one, I don't, I don't even, I don't even remember it. And again, I was heavily medicated, but I don't even remember it being more than an hour of me being at the rehab facility where they weren't in the room already and saying, "Let's go get up, like so, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Like we don't feel sorry for you, so like we're gonna start walking today." And I'm sitting there going, "All right, bu- like bullshit. Like that's not <laughs> yeah. happening. Like I don't think you understand. Like no, we know fully, like your story, but like we need to act on this quick if cool. you're gonna try to get well. your your strength back. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get up and we're gonna walk today." And I think my dad knows the exact number. And there's a video somewhere on his <laughs> cell phone of this. But like I walked, I can't remember the exact number. It was like 130 steps or something like that, like assisted by somebody. But like that was the first day I was in that rehab. Was like like wow. they, they did not feel sorry for me. And that is the best thing that could have happened to me. So. 'Cause of
0: course your hopes, like your obviously your spirits had to be down, like you're in your prime twenty one, like you don't understand why is it, why me? Like why is this happening to me? You know, all those had yeah. kind of thoughts were probably in your head and then they were like, Hell no, like <laughs> this can be like an amazing experience that you get mm. out of and yeah. recover.
1: Exactly.
2: I think you've told me this too. The thing that got a lot of not only you, but your family through it was the fact that they had each other. Yes, but also they used humor throughout the whole process. Like your dad took over your Twitter feed and just started tweeting at people. And it was all funny. he like, I think took a video of you and called you Bambi one day.
1: Like I think that was a
2: major factor. Is that something that you guys have always had as a family or is that something that you kind of like developed during this scary time?
1: No, that's, that's, that's how my family has always kind of dealt with things is through humor. Um, we're going to let you grieve, but then we're going to take, you know, the good that can, any good at all that could come from this. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to, you know, that's, that's what we're going to focus on. And I feel like that's their way of also helping other people like may, let them understand that like, Hey, it's okay. Like we're joking about this. Like he's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, obviously if I wow. was dying or was in really bad shape, they're not going to joke about yeah, it, but course. they, they knew that, to get through this as a family, and to kind of make it easier on me, we're just gonna have to make light of the situation. And it sounds horrible, because a lot of people don't recover at the rate that I did or recover at all. Mm -hmm. Most people don't, Um, so I don't wanna be, we weren't belittling the situation, but that's just kind of how we handle things. And I and that helps. That's a good sign. Obviously. yeah.
0: No, and then obviously with Sydney, that's like <clears> what attracted <throat> her to you, like in the beginning anyways, was your sense of humor. So yeah, I remember going
2: through his Instagram feed and just reading some of his captions and thinking like, oh, this guy's funny. So yeah, it definitely was. And I, I've been around the family a lot now too, and they're all hilarious and they are just like a great group of people to be around. So it, it shows and it it's amazing to me that you can still maintain that even through really challenging times.
0: So Sydney, Go did ahead. you know the story like right on like dm like did he tell you that right away so
2: it wasn't until we Facetime where i got the full story i remember going because obviously when you go through someone's instagram you just look at their feed and just kind of get like a an idea of who they are that's what claire did with dale on the bachelorette um so i kind of got a feel and i saw this picture of him in the hospital with like a neck brace on and it was like the anniversary of you breaking your neck and Mm. i was like oh that's um Interesting. I'll ha- I, like, took a note of it to ask him later because that's not something you leave within DMs, I don't think. Yeah. So then it wasn't until we started FaceTiming where I got the full story and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's way more than I, like, thought that would have been. Yeah. I thought it would have just been like, something smaller than, like, him breaking his neck wow. and not being able to walk and now
0: he's, like, walking and
2: fully functional. So that's the um, perfect
0: segue into, like, how did you end up watching with your mom or, like, that whole story? I guess that was yeah. the recovery process.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did so that help you? I, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My mom, I don't know how much she watches now, but she used to watch The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, whichever season was that time. What is it? I guess it's The Bachelor in the summer. We were
2: 23, so it's it'll be 25 coming up mm-hmm. Bachelor seasons. Wow.
1: So she she always just kind of watched. Not like a huge fan, but whatever. Like for whatever reason that summer, she liked that season. So I'm couch ridden, basically. If I'm not in my bed sleeping, like I have to be on the couch, neck brace, like, Highly drugged up. I mean, I was very useless. So, so how long was I'd, this
0: from the accident? Like a couple months, or
1: uh, it was two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So, like when the I got into was
0: in June, or when was
1: it? Yeah, it, the accident was in June. But anyway, so I'm I'm sitting there, and I don't really have a choice of what I'm doing. So, like whatever my mom was watching, or my my parents were watching, that's what I was watching. And that's kind of where I started watching The Bachelor or Bachelor, whatever season it was. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it was kind of like my guilty pleasure. Like, I couldn't stop. Like, I just...
0: Well, that's I what it was. You were probably watching Paradise from, like, the other season. And then you, you continued because you, yeah. get, you became a fan. And then you started watching our season. And then yeah. You, uh-huh. oh, okay. So yep. interesting.
2: Yeah. So then you started watching it with your roomie every single Monday. It was, like, the thing that you guys did. And you watched <laughs> our season together, I believe. And so what was it about that season? What was it about me that kind of led Sydney. to the
0: point where we're at
1: today <laughs> putting him on the spot yeah um i don't know i I guess i liked i mean obviously she's gorgeous she is. but i liked um i don't know i liked how real she was and um yeah i mean i just I, there was something about her it just stu- she stood out she stood out to me and but like i'm not the type of person that's like oh i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna reach out mm-hmm. to her i'm like oh yeah she's she's on tv like she's celebrity like whatever that's cool, yeah. but she's hot. Like, <laughs> and then my roommate at the time was was watching with me as well. Um, and then we found out that. She was gonna be on uh, Bachelor in Paradise too, and I was like, "Oh, you remember that girl? Like, she's mm-hmm. that girl that I thought was hot. Like, she's on this season too. You want to watch it?" So
0: your guy friends would actually just you would t- casually talk about new seasons.
1: Well, <laughs> you we know, like we, like, we work like, together, we live together, <laughs> um, and like that was just kind of like our thing on Monday nights to like awesome. pass the time. She makes it sound like I was like a diehard fan, or, like, yeah, diehard yeah. Sydney fan. So that'd like, be scary. I if thought you were, she like, was intense. I thought a lot of girls, on the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like she stood out to me mm-hmm. um, from the get go. And my buddy was like, why don't you like, he doesn't, he didn't understand how like de- like reaching Messaging, out to people yeah. weren't. He's like, dude, reach out to her. I'm like, so everyone reaches out to her. Like everyone reaches out to you, Nicole. Well, like that <laughs> yeah, just yeah. happens. Like you, you don't mm-hmm. read stuff that like some random weirdo from Cincinnati like reaches out to you about. So I- um
0: <laughs> So we have to thank this roommate
1: exactly. for pushing
2: you. Damn. Exactly. So then he eventually did DM me. And that was when, I think January of this year. So when you did that, did you ever think I would respond to you? Like, did you have any intentions behind it? You were just like, let's see what happens.
1: No, I mean, she put up a, uh, she put up a uh, like a question sticker or whatever, and it was like regarding co- like a country song, and like saying, does this song slap? And like, I'm a country music fan. And I was like, yeah, absolutely, it does. <laughs> It was and horrible. <laughs> it, was not, it was not
0: horrible. <laughs> That's probably because we were thinking before Corona, we were thinking about maybe going to like a country festival or like mm-hmm. stagecoach. Well, for or, stage or, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was when the world was normal. And exactly. then you would just keep kind of randomly reaching out. And I always thought he was funny and intriguing. Wait, were you
0: on private? Was your profile on private when you were reaching out? I think out? at the time.
2: I, I never so whenever people would DM me, I wouldn't really go look at their profiles until like later. So I don't really know. I n- I don't think I probably ever looked at your profile at I that honestly time. Can't remember so you had, a good, I <laughs> had like, a good cover photo, had good profile. Three pic. Followers, yeah. maybe. <laughs> but so. it wasn't until quarantine where I like saw, dove that a little time. deeper into who he was. <laughs> but hey, I remember Cindy.
0: Uh, I was like, the last time we hung out was like New Year's, like January. So yeah, why. so it was, I was like right so
2: before. Yeah, it was New Year's, uh-huh. and then we hang out, and then. Things started shutting down. Mm-hmm. I remember we originally started having a conversation about him. I, I was doing Bachelor Live on stage. Yes. And we had to find a bachelor for every city. And they were – the casting directors were on our bus. So they were, like, struggling every week to figure out, like, these bachelors that they were going to find. So And I was going to be on it, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all the dancers were trying to, like, help them out. So I was like, well – I was asking him about doing it for, we were coming to Ohio at some point. I was like, would you want to be the bachelor? Like just as like small talk and wow. thought it'd be funny. Cause I thought I we were like you. friends at this point point. and he Sydney making moves. Did you want it? Would you? <laughs> so <laughs> he was not really into that idea, but he made a joke and was like, well, if you're ever in Cincinnati, I can take you out to the nearest Walmart. Ooh. We can hang out. Have a oh good my time. God. I was like Walmart.
1: We were talking about Walmart. Yeah, we were yeah, talking. Yeah, I didn't just <laughs> randomly say that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was obviously a joke. Like, <laughs> yeah.
2: So during that two days that we were talking back and forth, mm-hmm. did you ever think like, oh, I might meet this person at some point in my life or you just thought that was going to be a conversation and that was it?
1: No, I I did not Ooh. think I was going to be her. I actually <laughs> gave her an out and I was like, hey, like if you're, if you're ever in Cincinnati, like I don't want to be The Bachelor. Like I'm not going to go on stage and do that, but like I'd like to take you out. Like here's my <gasps> number. Good. Like if you want to – you want to like reach out to me if you're in Cincinnati, like cool if not no big deal it's been fun like talking to you during quarantine or whatever mm. and she was like thanks like that's all really? she said back thanks <laughs> typical cold i was, cold. Like, <laughs> I was no. like all right so she took me out like okay i you know whatever i oh, gave it God. to her she's like i can't be pissed about it not two minutes later she texted me when i say it was not two minutes like it was like
0: but saying what
1: she was like, hey, here's my number just in case of an emergency.
0: <laughs> oh, that's cute.
2: And he goes, well, good, because I'm in danger. <laughs> so, you know funny? How it I all... feel like
0: the number line for us girls, like, or, like for Sydney and I, like it it shows that you actually like are sincere and care for some reason. Because, like, when you just, when guys just want to stay on the app or even dating apps, it's like a red flag for me. But the moment they're like, where you, like, here's my number, like you take it or leave it, that kind of move, it's kind of like, oh, I see you. Like yeah. you're kind of being feisty, like taking it a bit. It was a it power move, in a lot of it's ways. women so was move. like,
2: "Oh, like do I have? I get to decide if I'm going to keep exactly. talking to this person, and, then and I don't want to." You stop. threw it and to I made us it more official, yes,
0: and you threw it to us to make the decision, which we like, yeah. and we're like, "All right, it worked." <laughs> and Sydney's, you know, she's a hard woman to, <laughs> like, she's an independent woman, don't yeah. need no man. So to see this yeah. happen, she it's like is. so cute. I know. I love it. Look at her. The pink little cute top you're wearing right now. (laughs) It's so romantic. It's so romantic.
2: We're sharing a headphone and a mic. It's so cute. A lot of people ask this question, like, how do I DM people? Like, how do I find people in quarantine? Like, how do I date right now? Do you have any advice for the guys or the girls or people who are trying to meet people, especially right now in quarantine, as far as, like, reaching out to people or asking people out? Like, what do you recommend?
1: Um I mean f- f- w- what worked easiest for me was like wait till um like wait till they ask a question or like <laughs> ask a question sticker like and just h- add humor kind of going mm-hmm. back to like how my family deals with things like basically all we know is how to be like try to that. be funny mm-hmm. and like make light of situations so like if they put up a question sticker like asking a question like best places to go in Cincinnati or Miami or, like respond but like yeah. stand out and like give a funny Can answer. Can you
2: tell everyone what your, like, main questions were to me just to give an example?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, the responses was, your- Yeah, because, like, I remember she was driving with Kerpo one time, like, across... I, remember I don't know those. where you guys We were, were
2: like. going to visit Taysha in um, yes. Newport Beach. Mm-hmm.
1: And she, like, put up a question sticker and I was like, mm, game over. Like, I, <laughs> Here I, I go. Had, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, like, three questions on deck. So, I think one was uh, the Kardashians. Yeah, I was like... Do you think that we'll ever be caught up on the Kardashians?
0: I actually know this one (laughs) because I thought it was
1: funny. (laughs) She thought it was funny and like she responded to me and I was like, okay.
0: And for a guy to be talking about the Kardashians
2: was interesting (laughs) to me.
0: (laughs) No, that is interesting. You're not just an Ohio football, like whatever you would assume he is. There's more to him. He's worldly. Exactly. (laughs) Culture.
1: To be fair. My sister in law Ashley is obsessed mm. with here we go. The excuses
0: of why he's into things. no, well, listen, <laughs> he's just a fan.
1: <laughs> she lived with my brother and I, uh, mm-hmm. before they got engaged, obviously, and she would watch it all the time. And I would always, you know, talk smack about it. And then, like, at their <laughs> wedding, I was giving my best man speech, and I actually mm. used that joke. Like, oh
0: my God, this joke! you think you're great. caught
1: up with the Kardashians, but you're really not. Like, <laughs> are we ever going to be caught up?
0: So I, I
1: stole that joke from myself, but I had used it pri- mm. uh, previously. I recycled it a bit. It landed, but, though. So, yeah, man. it landed, so.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you have a lot of women in your life, like, who, like, keep you tamed and, like, with Definitely. it. Definitely. Right? Definitely. That's awesome. Absolutely. That's a really it's good important. sign, Sydney. <laughs> I yeah. Think.
2: No, that was on – well, I'm, like, a weird woo-woo person and I have, like, manifestation lists and I was like, I manifested you, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I manifested you because you sat and watched true. me on TV all the time. That's true. It's just, like, funny. Sometimes we'll be watching The Bachelor and he was like, well, I literally used to watch you on this TV on this couch <laughs> and now you're crazy. sitting on it with me. You know, it's
0: funny. Your advice is really good, even on dating apps, because it's always it's only the guys that would say something funny or like would like just be themselves and throw me off. That was the best Mm -hmm. type of move. Yeah. So I really think, like, that worked with Sydney, and I could see that, mm-hmm. like, doing well for Yeah, I think
2: that's important, standing out in a crowd, and, like, what do you represent in that crowd? Like, show your best self, essentially, and, like, how can you weed through the people? And that's Kids, a don't times- DM
0: us, like, hey, beautiful princess, like, yeah. are you single? <laughs> like, I'd love to take you to dinner. Like, no, like, what? I'm not going to answer yeah, you, Pablo. Like, I don't like, know you. Looking for a
1: sugar daddy? Literally,
0: yeah, yeah, please don't say that. Yeah, ever. That's probably not going to get an open – that's not, probably not going to get a response.
1: Yeah,
2: so <laughs> – I think that's the main factor is just like try to be funny or your version of funny and like yeah, be yourself now you and like yeah. show personality because a lot of times those are just photos that you get to see and like I would always look True. for like can I see what this guy is about or can I see what hit like a picture of his life in a way and I and I saw that from your Instagram one thing I wanted to ask too because now that we are dating and we're official yeah. and all that like we do have myself and Nicole have this like social media part of our lives that's kind of major. Mm -hmm. We were on TV. Like we kind of have to keep up with a lot of things. Like how do you feel about your life now being a little bit on blast and like having it be on social media with like the Us Weekly article and like TikTok and then like randomly I'll be filming you all the time. Like how do you feel about (laughs) that now?
1: I was never really very open when it came to like my relationships and stuff. You can definitely ask my mom about that. She gets pissed anytime she finds out I'm talking to a girl That she hasn't met yet already. Yeah, I was (laughs) like, it's every time. But um, I've just, I've never been like big showy when it comes to relationships and stuff and like putting my business out in the world like that. So it was definitely a, um, it was Mm -hmm. definitely a shift for me at first. I mean, it's obviously it's cool. Like you're in us weekly and everyone like my mm-hmm. mom seeing it and sharing it on Facebook. Like I won the <laughs> Nobel peace prize or something but like really funny. she's just like oh my God. <laughs> so proud of me. <laughs> but, uh, um, I mean it was, it was, it's, there's still times where it's kind of difficult where you're like, you know, why is this person saying this? I don't even know who they are. They don't know me. I don't know them. Why are they commenting on like a picture that I put up? Like, yeah. um, but at the same time you just, it just kind of goes with the territory, I guess. So, I mean,
0: you're dating hello it's the sydney
1: <laughs> hello yeah i mean that's awesome
0: that you like understand that this is it's part of her job too this isn't she's not just like a vain girl trying yeah. to like take photos of you because she thinks you're hot like this is her yeah. business her brand like she's like building a repertoire like you know this is a serious that's, thing and yeah our both of our boyfriends i guess have to understand that that that's yeah. just like a part of us and you have to like embrace it as much as you can yeah yeah
2: and i try to like talk him through it a little bit along the way like, i have to be like well i have to do this for this reason just so you know like i'm not trying to you yeah. know use you put, like put you on my <laughs> yeah use yeah. you essentially yeah. and it's been like interesting for me too like when i i've talked about this before but i've made like a tiktok tiktok video about our relationship and my reasoning for doing that like i wanted to give people a little bit of hope especially in this time because it's like a little daunting that we're all stuck inside. We can't really go to the office or have our regular lives that we're used to. And like that is going to affect dating. And the fact that myself, who has never been in a relationship my whole life, found this relationship that I'm in now through yeah, this time. You're excited. Like, too. Yeah, I was excited mm-hmm. and I wanted to share that just to kind of give people a little bit of hope too. So, but I it wasn't as it would bold. be. I yeah, I was, was bold, bold and I didn't realize it would go so the soon. way it was. I didn't think about like the fact that our conversations were going to be on the <laughs> internet like, yep. and things like that. And I, was, I got so Good nervous times. that he was going to be really upset but he actually took it really, really? well, surprisingly. Um, so things like that, just trying to like talk through.
0: No, I totally understand because I'm still yeah. like struggling a little bit. Just because mm-hmm. Adam is definitely more reserved and, like, doesn't want me, like, blasting him or just, like, unless it's for work and, like, it's, like, Kraft Mac and Cheese wants to, like, put Adam <laughs> next to me. And then he's going to be, like, all right, all right. <laughs> like, where's the money. Show me the money. But, yeah. yeah. And I think it's
2: it's yeah. helping me, too, to realize, like, what part of my, like, mm-hmm. life do I want to keep private and, like, what do I want to show? And, like, kind of finding that balance. But I'm definitely not there yet, but – it's kind of cute. and you guys are
0: living together so obviously you're gonna be like if you're cooking like you're gonna be in the back cleaning or yeah. like which I love seeing you're always like folding laundry or like even yeah. my mom my mom is Sydney's number one fan so she's always like <laughs> I always see him like she like, knows you now. know <laughs> she knows she she, she, saw, she read the article she saw she the read, TikTok
1: she, knows. she did that's awesome that's awesome yeah, yeah I like have like anytime now like anytime I see her like looking at her phone like this you're I'm like, like oh, no. you filming <laughs> you, you know filming? the
2: cute <laughs> you know the angle it's like yeah yeah I know <laughs> I know how to make oh, him look God. good. Um, but look, hes it's not hard. Locked, the other yeah. thing I wanted to ask too because there's always this stigma around men and relationships and like not committing and like, you know, just the, the <laughs> girl wants to or and yes. like move quickly. Like now I'm living in your house and we've been dating dating officially since July and it's November. So what was your headspace around that? Like is this whole thing weird for you? Like, is that weird as a guy or is like how do you feel about this whole – thing
0: that we're in right now
1: just like how everything the pace of everything the
0: pace yeah were they slow before and now they're fast with sydney um
1: i haven't had a ton of relationships Mm -hmm. Uh, my last one before sydney was probably four or five years ago so i like i took some time off and i think i was i think that helped when when things started to move pretty quickly with us because i was ready but yeah i mean things things obviously move quickly and you just kind of got to roll with it Plus, like nothing this year has been normal. So that's true. it's kind of if you were expecting normal this year, maybe wait till next year. I don't know. I had no issues with it. Plus, like I obviously like wanted to spend as much time with her as possible. So she decided to move in. Like that was awesome. Like I got to spend more time with her. I didn't really think like, like, oh, this is going to change now. And like, I have to do this differently. And like, I can't do the same things that I did when I was just living on my own. So I just didn't really think that way. And it's, I mean, it's been a pretty seamless transition,
2: I guess. Like, <laughs> <Some> <laughs> are, yeah, no, it has been. Like some things you have to adjust and it's like unexpected. But I think like mm-hmm. f- for us weighing the pros and cons of like being apart or moving in really quickly together, it was like easier and better to do the moving in really quickly than it was to like try and do long distance and like put that strain oh, on the relationship true. that we're building. But well, everything's
1: different. Plus like <clears throat> we FaceTime for like what, three months? Yeah. It's so, like we knew each other. Just not like physically, sure. like in person. So um, that made it a lot. Of, like I feel like a lot of people probably just see like, oh, she met this dude, like they were in Us Weekly, and then like a week later she's living with him. Like this is over the and span both, of the it's end. It's like the
0: age too. Like you guys aren't. Like you guys know what you want Sydney. Like you mm-hmm. know exactly what you've been looking for in a man. It's so why you've waited this long. Like you're not yeah. just gonna like choose the first guy who damned you
1: and yeah. be like I'm moving <laughs> in. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> you know yeah,
2: what I mean I the FaceTiming thing is a good point too because. It, for mm. I keep saying this, but it like really worked for me especially just to getting to know someone as who they are besides the physical factor. Like it was difficult at times not having the physical factor, but it forced us and like pushed us to create a deeper connection because of it because we didn't have that to lean on. So that was really helpful And I'm just jealous. Us.
0: You guys missed my like my games were like I text like four hours later yeah. and then like poor Adam had to like wait a week to see me and then I was like, Oh I'm busy <laughs> But what about next Saturday? Yeah. And then like all the stupid games that I had to play yeah. and like going out and parties and putting on makeup for him. I'm like, Oh my god. Yeah. Like Sydney just jumped I, know, the gun, I, I would be went straight to sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, I was in sweatpants, no makeup.
2: At first, I was like putting makeup on, and I was like, you know what? Whatever, this is it. Jealous, jealous. It, like, jealous. it took time. me like months for that stage to finally happen. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, it was kind of refreshing. So yeah, and I've played the games, I've done a lot too, yeah, and I've yeah. always just been like, exhausted at the end of the day. It mm-hmm. all depends on like who the person is, but for us, this is what exactly happened for you work guys. It, it, it also works. was timing too because he was at home a lot, I was
0: at home a lot. We're, we're all kind of just hanging exactly out, but, traveling. Yeah. yeah, long distance. I can't imagine really doing that. Yeah. I think
2: that would have been more difficult. And we had like a lot of things that we were doing to really work on it. And if we had to do that now, like we would probably like put the effort and it's all effort and like Mm -hmm. working together and communication. Like we had ideas. We were going to keep a journal and share that and do all that. And we started doing that, Mm -hmm. but things like there's things to do it to make it work.
0: But wait, I do have a question though. No, that's like always on the the top of my head. And I feel like people always want to know too, like when you were on that plane, like finally about to meet him in real life in person, like were you or either of you worried about the chemistry or like how it would feel to be in real life, <laughs> like physically. I was terrified. I think terrified. Yeah. Were you?
1: Um, I was more like concerned for her. Like I was afraid <laughs> that she was gonna, I, I'm serious. Like I was afraid. Think that you're. <laughs> Cause I had a leg up. I obviously like watched her on like That's TV true. and I saw how she interacted with people. Obviously it's TV though. So it's not mm-hmm. all, you know, it's not hundred percent real. I'm sure like she wasn't hundred percent real herself. Mm-hmm.
2: No, no, yeah. you, you gotta, I don't you even know how you saw me bit. on TV. I was barely on that T V show. But uh
1: <laughs> but like I so like I was more concerned, like I didn't want her to get to Cincinnati and feel uncomfortable. Or like maybe we didn't click and then I didn't want her to feel like I'm stuck here now. Like I have to pretend that I like this dude until I get mm-hmm. to fly home or whatever. So
2: that's a real. We did fear. have a, yeah. yeah. We had a lot of open communication about that. He was that's good awesome. and being like, listen, if you don't like me when you get here, like you can go in the other Aww. room. You could go stay at my you parents'. See, that's I so like, important. You a hotel. Like we set that up before even going into it. Okay. So I had like an out essentially, and we also agreed to not make it weird and just to like kiss and get out of the way and just kind of do that if we wanted to. And he also didn't put the pressure of like getting physical right away on me, like. Obviously, I wanted to do that, so it was fine. But, like, if I yeah. didn't want him to do that, like, he would have been fine with it. See, that's what so. I think is
0: important for, like, younger girls or anyone who, like, looks up to us to know that, like, you are so good, Nick. No, like, you were really clear yeah. about it, like, to make sure she felt comfortable. And I love that. Like, it was mm-hmm. never weird. But, of course, you guys are, like, such a match yeah. in the chemistry it. Yeah, like, it worked out.
2: But I felt safe and like I had to explain this to my family too like they didn't love the fact that I was flying to another state to meet a stranger that I met on Instagram. Can you imagine my
0: Cuban grandma like (laughs) Oh God, no.
2: (laughs) No. I know if my grandma was (laughs) alive she would have been like absolutely not. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it was like a lot of factors like that but like, luckily in my case it worked out and I felt safe. Like always make sure that you're safe and that you like know that you're Mm -hmm. going to a a good good situation.
1: Um, I mean I have I have a little sister and I have you know female like younger female cousins like I would I would put hands on somebody if anyone ever disrespected them so like Mm -hmm. I just try to keep that in mind how would I feel if my like little sister my one of my cousins was you know going to meet a dude for the first time or like they're probably going to be nervous and like you know that's I have I obviously wouldn't be 100% hundred percent okay with that. So I can only imagine how she or her and her family were feeling. So I just try to keep that in mind. Um
2: another funny thing that happened was right before I was gonna go, my mom was like not having it and like was really trying to wrap her head around it. And she was like, Well how about this? How about like I FaceTime his mom and oh then you can go because I, like, know that you're going to be safe. And then I, like I, I, I jokingly said that to him and he told his mom. And then she his mom was, like, yeah. was like, oh, yeah, let's totally do that. <laughs> you see, and I, I like that. was like, you know, we are almost 29 years old. Like, no, we are not having you FaceTime each other before we even met. Thank you very wow, much. Wow, but jumping but, like, the
0: gun, you see? Like, yeah. now you know, like, yeah. the in-laws are, like, similar. Like, the both moms are, like, very similar. <laughs> very yeah. similar.
2: Because And also we jumped the gun a lot of ways because mm-hmm. we – I met his family, like, the first week I was here that's
0: amazing yeah
2: which kind of was like ripping the band-aid off and it was nice to get it out of the way because there wasn't like this like whole ceremonial thing about it but it was also like that could have gone really wrong too so yeah a lot of factors kind of like lined up and he met my family when he came to Virginia too like right away
1: so like um, as soon as we drove in town (laughs) 10 hours of
2: driving (laughs) right to my family. I was like
0: freaking out for you obviously I'm watching (laughs) her stories I'm like texting her like wait what like I'm like just trying to like learn your name and then like she's already meeting the family I'm like hello
1: which is good, because pr- they probably met me at my worst, because yeah. I was I had a little bit of red rage the entire way down there. I was just fed up from driving, and they I were understand. like, yeah, they probably I met me at my, my worst, yep. which is good, I guess, if I did all right.
2: Yeah. They, he killed me. Exactly. I mean, that, your- he was the first guy my parents have ever met. Colton They didn't get to meet Colton. so <laughs> Well, thank God. He was Yeah, thank God. So he was the first um, <laughs> guy I've ever taken home, so that was weird for all of us, oh, but cool. it worked out, so... Now my mom says "I love you" to both of us as she hangs up the phone. So cute! <laughs> She's fully in it, and she like gossips so to her cute. best friend about us being together, and, like getting married, and all this stuff. I'm like, mom, relax.
0: You guys are such a quarantine love story, like classic, know, like 2020, like, classic 2020 a- love <laughs> story. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah.
2: But the one thing I did want to ask you too, like with all of your experiences in life, and like all the things that you went through, you have a very unique story. Like how do you kind of approach your life now? Like how was the things that you've gone through changed you into the person that you are now?
1: I, I guess the biggest thing would just be, you know, tomorrow is not promised to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're close with people, like if you have, obviously you're close to your family and you, you, know, you, you even have friends you're close with and, you know, significant others, like just tell them you love them any chance you get, because you just don't know when it's, when, you know, you're not going to be able to, to do that anymore. So, um, you know, uh, just live every day like it's your last. I still don't do that all the time. You know, there's days where I wake up and I'm like, I don't feel like doing that or I'm, I'm going to be lazy mm. or whatever. But, you know, tomorrow is just, it's not promised. So just live it like it's your oh. last every day.
0: No, it's
2: amazing advice. And Sorry. this is the guy I met on the phone. So you can see why I moved so quickly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, for <laughs> it's real. Great. Oh so my yeah.
0: God. Yeah, giving girls hope across the nation. <laughs> that's what i hope for
2: they, they're out there they might live in ohio but they're out there it's
0: true that's a whole other story
2: ohio <laughs> but, but. <laughs> oh yeah why ohio, is that but <laughs> ohio is really nice it's not what i expected at all but it's also kind of nice to kind of let your life unfold without like forcing it so much and really really
0: be that's hopeful. true Things can happen from that so. yeah because you couldn't have planned this like you couldn't have put that in your like manifesting planner. Like by this month, it <laughs> I did in a <laughs> did.
2: weird way. I don't know why, but just kind of you know going with the flow is what I've been it's about. This, oh, by the way, Nick,
0: year. what's your sign? I feel like girls would want to know
1: um, <laughs> your astrological well, he, <laughs> sign. Do
2: you remember what your sign is?
1: Le- uh, Leo. Yeah, he's a Leo. I'm a Leo. Mm. Yeah. So, so a Leo do you guys
2: I'm a
0: match. You guys compatible?
2: It, it is compatible. It's like you just have to like work at certain things because he is like I'm. A, I run on my emotions, and he runs on like being
0: like go getter and like mm-hmm. doing. That reminds me so of just kind my of balancing. relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: but, and I I made him like do all the charts, and I made him do like his love language and all that stuff before what? we even met. Can you person. make me do yeah. it?
1: I need yeah, to learn. I, like <laughs> more I was about like, myself. you're gonna
2: fill out this form right here. Like we would do this on the phone. Like I'd be like, okay, let's find out what your love language is. So stuff like that. And we have the same love, love language. We're both um, words of affirmation and quality time. So Aww. things like that were just like what kept us busy on the phone, but also like helped me to figure it? out what he was all about. Interesting.
0: Okay, I need to do that. Yeah. I can't imagine just finally meeting because I've DM'd guys who are like, can't wait to meet you. And I just like ignore them or it never happens. And I've been on blind first dates, but definitely what you guys have done is like a storybook. Like yeah. You guys took a huge risk. And it prevailed. It really worked
2: out. Do you out. owe that to Beautiful. anything? You just think it kind of all <laughs>
0: lined up nicely? Like, do you think
2: anything specifically helped us?
1: I guess just kind of like how crazy the year has been. And you're just yeah. kind of like, what do I have to lose at this point? You know? Yeah. No, I, definitely I, outside of my character. So-
2: Make a good point. Like right now it's kind of crazy, but just kind of embracing the time and seeing how you embracing can best it. utilizing it and mm-hmm. like making it work for you. And another thing you said, like, Growing is gonna mean like being uncomfortable and getting, not like, don't put yourself in unsafe situations, but like get uncomfortable and make yourself like do things that you don't normally, aren't normally used to and see like what outcome you can have, especially if you're not happy with how things are going in certain aspects of your life. That's one way to really help it.
0: Exactly, you going with the flow and then him like being pushed into like the limelight or things like that. Yeah, being more open and like.
1: I mean, I think I blamed a lot of like why I wasn't in a relationship for however many years, like, oh, I'm just, you know, I want to focus on myself. Like, that's kind of like an excuse. Like, I wasn't trying. And I think it was just So why? Why do
0: you think that happened to you? Or like that long period with no dating?
1: I always say like, I wanted to focus on work and whatnot. But I think I was tired of like investing in someone. And maybe I didn't uh, receive that back. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't reciprocated. Or you know, maybe I just really wasn't that into someone and I was just kind of going through the motions and it, and I'm sure a lot of it that was on me. Like I'd, if yeah. I subconsciously didn't see a future with them, I was just kind of going through the motions and they felt comfortable and they felt, you know, it was. I
0: mm-hmm. The girls and, you were dating from Ohio and were you just kind of like in the same bubble that you grew up in a little bit?
1: No, not really. Like I, um, it wasn't like anyone I went to high school with. I, I met them, you know, at a bar, like a friend of a friend and they were great girls, but like, and I, I really just don't think I was like trying to have a relationship at that point. Mm -hmm. And I was blaming it on, you know, I want to focus on my job or I I just need time for myself. And I guess like when this happened, I was like, I need to stop lying to myself and blaming this Mm -hmm. on other people. Like, If I want to be in a relationship, I'm going to have to work at it and I'm going to have to make compromises and do things that are a little bit outside my comfort zone or else I'm just going to get the same result. I think that played a a big Mm. part. And also
0: out of state, like for me, I'm dating someone, well, he's not from Miami, which is a big deal because Miami feels like its own country. So (laughs) dating someone even from Orlando feels like a whole different like world, which is really good for me. I probably would have, if I didn't go on Hinge, I'd be single right now because I would have been in the same, Mm -hmm. stuck in the same kind of predicament and I think even you two coming from such different backgrounds like that's what you needed you needed that the the push in the other direction
2: (laughs) yeah I think it's important to have an open mind but also not forcing things when they're not right so like having that difference like being open to possibilities and then just being clear on what you are looking for so that you can recognize it when it's in front of you like he was or recognize it when it like the person that's in front of you is not the right thing so I think it's all trial and error, but you'll get there eventually if you really focus on those two things.
0: Well, me we yeah. to write this down. I know. Words to live by. Words
2: to live by. Journaling. Um. But yeah, this is my boyfriend, guys. Yay. I'm glad everyone got to meet him. I, I think he's pretty special, and I hope that you got mm-hmm. to see that too. But I think so, Nick, any last words for our beanies?
1: Mm. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Just keep on listening. Keep yeah, on listening keep, to Black keep Beans to the rice. in.
1: Keep, yeah, keep tuning, tuning in, in. i don't have anything to promote i don't have a podcast so <laughs> he's just here to be which good, i good. appreciate just along for the ride
2: yeah so thanks for listening as always please like subscribe review we are on apple Podcasts now share with your friends mm-hmm. and go out there and date but do it safely, safely. and don't give up hope we love yeah. you
0: we love you thank you
2: bye bye guys